Hola, I'm Paulina. Hi, I'm Bricia. And we're sisters, friends, daughters, wives, and business owners following our dreams, just striving to be a better version of ourselves every day. All right, and we're also moms. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Supermama Sisterhood. Sisterhood. And I was jumping on the waves with Carista, and it was like, oh my God, this is the best ever. And we get in the car, we get home. She cries because I woke her up. Ah! I was like, I wish I didn't have any kids within like three hours. <laughs> she stopped me right there. She was like, Brisa, I want you to understand this. I seriously believe that our children choose us and we don't choose our children. Right. Your baby chose you to be his mom. Mm-hmm. He knew what kind of mom he wanted. And he chose you as his mom. Oh, that's right. Nice. We're all sisters here to inspire, support, and guide each other to dream bigger and to enjoy every moment of this extraordinary journey that is womanhood. Listas? Here we go. <laughs> Super Mamas! Hello. Hi, Super Mamas. How is everybody? Everyone's doing amazing, Paulina. Hello, it's summer. It, it is Your summer. favorite time of the year. You know what? I'm and gonna now be, my almost, almost. Yeah. I'm going to be totally honest. I've How's been your kinda, summer? I've been kind of depressed. Not all the girls. I know that, you know, I'm supposed to be happy. And I was like, oh my God, I can't wait for them to leave. But then I realized how, mu- how, how much they keep me company. My husband works a lot. I, I mean, I do know he works a lot. But uh-huh. now that I'm not... No, I mean, because it's summer. <laughs> well, because it's summer, they've been having a lot of events. Yeah. So it's back to back mm-hmm. to back. And so every day when I go home, he's on his way out to some event or he's on, you know, he has to get ready. And, and I was telling him, I was like, well... I kind of thought we were going to spend time together, but I guess not. You know, we're not going to really get to do a lot of that because he's busy. And so it's been kind of depressing. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Like on the weekends, you know, I do things with the girls mm-hmm. and we do things together. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's been so much easier. Uh, on Friday night, he went to a, a, a party. and Well, not a party. He didn't go to a party. He went to work, work at, an, at event. A, an event and I was like you didn't even tell me about it like I didn't arrange for it to go and so I was like all mad and I went to I got my baby and I went to get a bottle of wine to Target <laughs> I was like I'm gonna get a bottle of wine and do this and I realized how easy it is with my baby like I was at, it was 10 p.m. and I was still outside with the baby um, there was no bottle of wine at that Target so I had to go to another store and by the time I got home I put my feet in, I bought, I bought one of the tubs for the, that for her uh-huh. and I did my own spa for my feet. I created this whole thing. I put a mask on. I, I served myself a glass of wine and like a minute later I was sleeping. <laughs> so I had like this much of wine. <laughs> <laughs> my feet were like old, like almost pruned, like up. pruned up. And I was like, Oh my God. And then you broke so up. And then you broke out because you left the mask in for a little bit um, too long. Tell, it was kind, it was kind of sad. I realized how much I do with the girls and my weekends are about them and us together and. Anyway, it was, it was kind of depressing. It was kind of sad. And I was calling them, I was calling them every day, twice a day. They were my in-laws and they were like, mom, I'm busy. I'm playing. Bye. They didn't want to talk to me on the phone. (laughs) And yeah, you know, I guess by the time, by the time I get used to them not being here, it's going to be time for them to come back. And then I'm going to be like, oh my God, I want them out, you know, again. Mm. So it's been kind of depressing because my husband doesn't pay attention to me. Ese marido que tienes, la I verdad. know, for real. Voy a meterle complaint. Watch, watch. Que está muy, que está muy cansado. I que know, no sé I don't qué, know what. Que me agarras agotado. He just walked right back, guys. I know, poor thing. But I mean, he's been working a lot, so. Well, my husband was out of town. Uh, he was he went to Mexico City for the weekend, and it was my son and I. I took Friday off. He didn't go to school. That's fun. And he had a swim class, and we played Smash Brothers. Oh my god! I'm now an expert. No, he beats me. <laughs> He's been, he he had been playing with his dad, and I didn't realize how good he got. And then we were playing, and I was really trying to beat him. And he beats me. Oh. A four-year-old is beating me at Nintendo. Krista beats me every time. I'm like, I don't want to play. She's like, mom, play with me. I'm like, no, for what? I'm going to lose. And he just, <laughs> he loves playing with me. So we played that. And then I went to Disneyland, California Adventure. How was that? 
if Who anybody, are you? And if anybody, you're having fun in the summer. You're going to Disneyland. Like, so you're not mama. What's what's up with that? Uh, and you're by yourself drinking I'm wine. I'm by myself and I'm depressed. <laughs> I uh, we and I did not drink wine, but I I was I was <laughs> so ti- I. I was so tired <laughs> by the night at like being with him and just his dad does a lot of the playing with him you know usually i'm the one cleaning organizing though i did it organize on sunday um and he I, I he just wants to he wants to play with me he wants to do this and that and that and that so i was really exhausted but on saturday i promised him i was gonna take him to california disney adventure um my husband got us tickets to his work and i will say that if you live in southern california and you're a Disney mom right now is a time to go to California Adventure. I don't know mm. if it's because the Star, Star Wars. Wars just opened and everybody's there, but the lines were 10 minutes, mm. 15 minutes. I just, I thought we were going to go to one ride and then go home. Maybe I'll just go by myself and my husband now that the kids are not here. Dude, and California Adventure has beer. So I had, um, I don't like the micheladas there uh-uh. because, you know, well, <laughs> I'm a snob. But if you go get a blue moon with an orange slice Ooh. and ask for a tahine cut rim, mm. that's actually really, really good as opposed to having their not so good Michelas Pacifico, I will just say. I, yeah, I, maybe, maybe I should go, you know, we are doing the cumbia party. So that's going to be, or I guess, fun. <laughs> oh, um, hey, you're so bitter. I'm not bitter. You know, I don't know. I don't know. This. Uh, it's been so Listen, weird I think thing. you just gotta live the moment, girl. Like, stop. I, I'm, 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 I'm trying. Take try. advantage I'm, of it. I'm trying. Yesterday, I left the baby at home with, uh, with the babysitter, and I went with my friends to Smorgasburg. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need, to, I just need to plan my summer better. I need to plan my days ahead. How many days do you have left by yourself? Ten, ten days by myself. That's not a lot of time. That's Moms are listening right now, going, "Girl, go do this. Go do that. Go get sugared." Go get sugar. No, you know what? Talking about sugar, I, 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 uh, I told my husband about that, and he was like, "No, I don't, I don't think so." They all say that until they have it. Um, I mean, he was like, "Why would you go through that pain?" And I was like, what "Well, nice would you, guy. would you, would you want me to do it?" And he was like, "It's not necessary at all." And I was like, "Okay, cool, okay, fine. Then don't get sugar. Go get your nails done." I need to go get, look at, yes. I have four nails, four nails with uh, Paulina, painted and eight now. You are down from three kids to one. Like, there's no reason why those nails should be looking like that. And you have a sitter and she's on school. No, she's not. I don't have a sitter anymore. I don't have a sitter anymore. Oh, that's right. I don't have a sitter anymore. She's in school, so I don't have a sitter anymore. So I've been cleaning my house. Not actually, I have to, when I, before I leave the house, I have to pick up, I have to do my bed, I have to like do the laundry, I have to do the dishes. I mean, it needs one kid, but it's the kid that is attached to my leg 24 seven. Yeah. And she realized that I'm going to drop her off in school every day. And now she cries every time I drop her off. Oh, and baby. And it breaks my heart. Tell you. Does it still break your heart? Does it still happen after the third one when you leave them and they cry? Or Yeah, it, it still breaks my heart. I mean, oh. because she she's she's older than the other two were when I dropped them off at school. So she's more vocal. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to go to work. No, no, mommy, no. And like. And esa so tono de si me va, si te vas me muero kind of thing, you know, like no me dejes, and she holds on to my clothes as I'm walking away, and Aww. it's like it's bad, you know. You're but, scarring her for life. <laughs> no, she'll be fine. She'll be fine, but you know, she also misses her sisters because mm-hmm. she gets home and Tita went to my house yesterday for a little bit, and mm-hmm. she was so happy to see her because she's Aww. like people, more people, like you know. So yeah. That's what it is. But it's okay. I mean, I have a plan today. I'm I'm keeping busy and your house must be so quiet. Right <laughs> My house is really quiet. Very quiet, which is so crazy. Anyway. Let's talk about who's getting the show today. <laughs> well, today on the show we have the incredible Lisette Alvarez, founder of Chiqui Social. Oh, I love that name. I loved her. I loved She's everything so good. about she just has such a great Aura and yeah, vibe to her. I know. Um, How can, por que no puedo ser yo así? <laughs> <laughs> no sé. I wish. Nah, I'm just kidding. You're a, you're a perfect sister. Oh, Lisette Alvarez is a native Angelino, heritage Spanish speaker, and a mother of two chiquitos. The idea for Chiqui Social came from her own desire to ensure her children were exposed to Spanish at an early age in a fun and inviting way. Lisette started to put ideas together. 
and spoke to as many experts in the field of both early education and dual language learning as she could. And finally, the time came to leave an esteemed 15-year career in publishing to make her vision a reality. That's crazy. Chica Social is a heartfelt blend of all things that inspire her, kids, Spanish immersion, and community. And she just did the damn thing. She did. And she tells us all about it, how she got started, who supported her, who didn't support her, what is it like, starting from an idea to an actual place, and everything that Chiquesos Shell has to offer. So we can't wait to share this episode with you guys. But before we get to the episode, hmm. let's get to one of our favorite segments. Forever and ever and ever. Never good. I'm going to love this segment forever, even if it's the beginning of the show now. <laughs> Our Super Mama pick or tip of the week. Now, before we get to the interview, yes, we did move our tip or tip or Super Mama pick or tip of the week. We did get moved to now. And I hear you, girl. Um, a couple of the moms have reached out to us telling us that they feel mixed feelings about the pick and tip really? coming up in the middle, which I mean, I like it. I like it. I mean, you know, I, think I like the fire questions at the end. I like the fire questions. I mean, where would you guys want us to include the pick or tip then? Or do you guys just not want it? Do you want us to remove or pick it? But I have <laughs> a really good one today. I promise. All right. Go, Paulina. Okay. So, you know how we have the Pat Squad. Squad. I hate that word. I can Pad never. Squad. Pad squad. Squad. Whatever. <laughs> um, pad tribe. Pad tribe. <laughs> you know, anyway. Pad as a PADS and feminine pads. Feminine pads. You know, the one of us, some of us that wear, do wear feminine pads. I found the pad that had the one thing that I've always been looking for. I went to Target <laughs> last Friday and, um, because no i swear because it was like it was the one thing anyway i was walking through the aisles of target and i was like i need to get me i need to get more pads because i i was my period and i needed to get some tampons and i was looking through them and i was just like i was always i was gonna grow and grab the one that i always do but i was looking through them and i saw these ones that said you know uh that had um how do you say yerbas herbs or you know herbs Herbs, herbs, and you know, it has like mint and lavender. And I was like, wait, what? So, like I, essential oils? I was reading it. I was reading that. I was reading about the, the package and I was like, oh my God. And you know, I read that the girl said that she had infections for such a long time and then she decided to do more natural cotton, all cotton. And, um, and I picked it up and then I went home and I opened it and it was like, oh my God, it smells so good. And then I used them. Now your Vijay smells like essential oil. Let me tell you that this is the first time ever, like since when I have my period that I'm I'm actually enjoying the smell. (laughs) And it was great because it feels like my vagina had a mint. (laughs) (laughs) I know. You heard it it. here first. Look, I brought one. It's called Honey Pot. And I brought one. I you can come, smell it. smell it. Hashtag not an ad, by not the way. Not an ad, by the way. Oh, I could see how your virginia can have a mint after this. Yeah. Um, you want to smell the pad? And it smells nice. Be careful, it's dirty. It's not dirty. <laughs> it smells nice. And it, they have different ones. And it's light scent, It's too. super light. I mean, it doesn't like... But it, it actually feels fresh. When you put it on after, ah. it feels fresh. You feel clean. You know, because when nice. you use pads, when you have your period, you feel kind of icky. And I think I know that's why a lot of people don't use them. Yeah. But with this one, I would put it on. I was like, oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> all right i feel fresh <laughs> does it vibrate it does not vibrate no, i thought that's what you were looking for in a pad <sighs> can i give a second pick <laughs> can i give a second pick <laughs> our sister elizabeth told me about this podcast called sex with emily mm. you guys have to hear it do not hear it in front of the kids please do not but this podcast is all about sex and sex sexual questions and 
you know, there was one about like oral sex and what's the right way, what are the techniques and all of this. And, and first of all, I was mind blown because younger girls are just living a t- totally different life that I was when I was in my early twenties. Wow. Which is crazy. I didn't insane. even virginity until I met my husband. I mean, that's what, that's what that's I'm saying. Crazy. You know, I was, I was a virgin until six years ago when I got married. Oh no, wait, six, that, Chris says eight. <laughs> but anyway. Why uh, are you the virgin Mary? <laughs> this podcast is great. You guys should hear it. You guys should listen I mean, to who it. Who are you? Not what are you? Who and, are you? And then they were talking about this one. <laughs> I want to tell you. I want I want I want that for my birthday. Okay. This vibrator that you put on and then your husband can control it from his phone. So let's say you have it on and then you're on a date and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, wait a minute. And then he turns it on and you're like, oh, shit. What? I know. I know. I will link you guys the information. I haven't tried it myself, but I want This episode went from bilingualism to another type of lingualism. Should we just No, no, no. It's fine. It's amazing. Anyway. But those are my tips. Okay, I'm going to find it. Well, I'm glad that you have two tips because I have like an anti-tip i actually want to get uh i want to get tip suggestions from you guys okay my child just i i changed such a long story why did why do all our stories have to be long <laughs> jesus christ our time reverse i know i know i know um i gave my car seat to my sitter i had to buy a new car seat i ended up buying a booster car seat mm-hmm. that was you know an affordable side but it's super upright and now my son when he falls asleep it's like the saddest thing because his head <laughs> keeps going down and down and down mm-hmm. so i bought a head pillow and did not work it well it works because his his neck at least is upright so he when he gets out his neck doesn't hurt uh-huh. but this poor kid is like folded over with his neck pillow over <laughs> and i looked and on amazon they have i guess some things that you can put their head <laughs> and i told i showed him the photo and i said what if i get this for you he goes mommy that looks really silly i am not gonna wear that <laughs> but if anyone has any suggestions yeah, or if anybody know. yeah has invented something or if anybody wants to go ahead and go make a product please please soon because our children are growing yes. <laughs> uh but yeah the, yeah it is it is a big the, problem the my husband hates it they, my husband hates it and then and then and then when i drive i have to be super careful like when i break <laughs> and then i know people are behind me and then i can't look in the rear view mirror because my mirror is to my child to make sure he doesn't you know <laughs> yeah and yeah. and then i think god forbid god forbid someone hits me from the bag like his head is really gonna jerk i don't know i don't know why car seat makers haven't thought about this like yeah. they have not thought about it. like what's happening with the neck of my child it happens all the time i'm telling you that's why i chose it the car seat that i chose because this one you can pull it up a little bit and it goes like so that way he's their neck is not going forward that's one of the reasons why i got my car seat as well because when you have a very straight car seat there's no way of folding like it's just it's too straight it's like if you fall asleep you know it's the same thing no i know but they're and their necks are are just a little bit more fragile i don't know i'm gonna post a picture on the show notes uh, supermouse.com. I don't even, I don't even have the heart to post it on, so, on social media because it just looks like I'm torturing my child. I was driving when I look back and this is what I'm like, Oh, my poor baby. At least his neck was okay though. So when he woke up, he's like, Oh, mommy, my neck doesn't hurt. I know. Oh, this works. And I was like, oh, what you, did you see what you look like? Um, I know. Anyway, if anybody has a, a picture, please give us your me, tips. Please, please. Give this us is, your this tips. is like a cry for help. I don't have anything for you guys. Give us your tips. Thank you for listening now to our interview with Lisette Alvarez, founder of Chiqui Social. How many people just call you Chiquis when they meet you? <laughs> I've been called Chiqui once or twice before. Really? Yeah. Well, the, the Instagram. Re- yeah. Yeah. It works. Chiqui Social. But you're not Chiqui. Your name is Lisette. I'm Lisette. Lisette. Okay. Lisette, how many kids do you have? How old are they? And who do you live with? <laughs> oh, okay. So I have two kids, Luna and Lucas, three and a half and five and a half. Oh. And we're a family of five. My husband, myself, the two kids and our dog, Cisco. Oh, cute. <laughs> what kind of dog do you have? He's like a beagle pound mix. We don't know. We rescued how him. How old is he? He's getting up there. He's coming up on 12. Oh, so yeah. he was your first baby? No, or? no. My first baby passed away last year. So oh. they were a duo. And now we're, you know, we uh, we think of her often and she's up there. But yeah, 
So he was our second. I've mm-hmm. been considering getting a dog, and I put a post recently. On yeah, Instagram. I loved listen. I love reading those comments. <laughs> right? And everybody's everybody. like, "You're crazy! Don't do it." I'm like, "Okay, I won't." Everybody I was no. Yes, no I would have it. to agree with the crowd. <laughs> really? It's a lot. It is a lot. Huh? Tell me about it. It's not it. like a child, but it's you know close. So yeah. aside from your kids and your dog, and your husband, yeah, uh, what's keeping you busy these days? So we are in our busiest season, summer. We, we run a summer camp at Chiqui Social, and we just have a ton of kids in that studio all day long. So fun. And we're God also in an event you, space. I know, right? No, it's great. <laughs> it's it, like we're living our dream, right? We had this idea, and we literally created it from, you know, from nothing. And now it's, you know, we're, we're, we see it come to life. So it's great. It's also an event space. So on the weekends, we do birthday parties. So it's literally seven days a week right now. Mm-hmm. Wow. So come fall is a little bit of a rest. So Or not. Or not. Well, yeah. hopefully, we don't I mean, have, hopefully not. I mean, we don't have a summer camp that runs all day. So that's you oh, know, God, a that, little that bit of a break in the middle. <laughs> well, so, let's talk about Chiqui Social. Mm-hmm. Tell everybody what it is, how it got started, when, where, why. Yes. <laughs> So Chiqui Social is a Spanish language learning studio for kids and their families. And it was designed for families who wanted to have culture and Spanish be a part of their everyday lives. I started it um, a little less than a year ago because I had a a little bit of a panic moment where my, my kids, they... We're speaking Spanish, mm-hmm. like from infancy to when they started preschool, because everybody around them, abuelita, the, our caregiver, us, they were speaking Spanish and that was their language. And the minute they started preschool, it almost seemed like from one day to the next, the Spanish just went away. They just stopped speaking it because all of a sudden they were in this English speaking environment and it's happened to all of us. It happened mm-hmm. to me too. And they would understand everything, but nothing was coming back. And I just had this moment of, wait a minute, this isn't happening. Like I thought it was going to happen. I just need a little support, right? We weren't, it wasn't happening with just us in the house. Sometimes we speak English. Mostly we speak English. We were trying to speak more Spanish. And my mom was like, what's going on here? Yeah. Like they need to speak Spanish. So I just went online and I Googled Spanish enrichment classes, Spanish anything classes really it didn't didn't matter what I it just didn't want it to be a school because right. I didn't want it, them to feel like it's something they had to learn I just wanted them to go have fun in another mm-hmm. language yeah so is there a dance class I can send Luna to is there a karate class I can send Lucas to that there's a Spanish speaker that wouldn't mind doing it in Spanish and there was nothing it was either like school which was not geographically convenient for my age group or or really far away and it just wasn't convenient. And I just thought, this is this is nonsense. This is Southern California. Uh, there's like five or six Spanish immersion elementary schools within driving distance of where I live. Where's the feeder program? This. So I just started to talk to a bunch of people, a bunch of moms like, hey, do you have this need? How are you preparing your kids? Do you, you know, and there was such positive feedback about, yeah, I it doesn't exist. Why don't I? Why don't maybe I can start it? It just became a little bit of an obsession. And the 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 more I saw my kids losing the language, the mm-hmm. more urgent the need became. And I think honestly, the only reason it happened so quickly is because I thought if I'm gonna do this, I can't take three years to do it because I'm gonna miss my window <laughs> with my kids. And I'm gonna if I'm gonna do it, if I'm gonna do it, there they should be the beneficiaries of it. So that was that was it. Uh, the need. Before the need it. created the business. <laughs> So now we know your why. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the here's the one question everyone wants to know. How? Oh, gosh. <laughs> How? I have no idea. Well, I just... Okay, so from, from, from idea to opening the door, mm-hmm. how long was that process? Because you... And you had a job before. Did you just leave your job? Did you just say, forget everything? Did you have savings? Were you planning to save for this? Was your husband on board? Did he say, oh my God, why are you doing this to our family? Do we have... What, what's happening? Tell us. <laughs> I think if I were to 
know what I know now then I sometimes I ask myself like what what in the world were you thinking what not only was <laughs> what was I thinking but what what in the world made you think you could do this because <laughs> I did have a job when I had the idea full-time job two kids family the whole thing and I think I worked on the idea for for I don't know six seven months part-time you know here mm -hmm. and there staying up until 1am or whatever to just kind of think it all Wait, through. Wait, hold on. Because this is, I love that you're saying this. Everyone that always asks us, I want to start a business. I don't know when to quit my job. Mm. I don't know where to start. I always say, well, here's what you're going to do. You're going to have your regular job. And then you're going to dedicate about six months. And right. I always say it to work after you come come back from your work. That's right. And if you yeah. have that dedication, mm then you're going to have dedication when you open. And I'll tell you why. Because you're going to work the exact same hours yep. when you open your business. Like the hours are not going to change. That's exactly right. So you have to just start. <laughs> that's exactly right. Like that's your marathon. Yes. And if you're willing to put training. on. Yes. So if you're willing to train for six months of working on your business on part-time from 7 p.m. to 12 p.m., then you have what it takes. Yeah. And if you can't do it or you won't do it, then just don't open your business because that's exactly the hours you're going to have to work the first year you're open. Mm -hmm. That's exactly... After a yes. year... Hopefully not. After a year, you know, if you're still doing that, you can't make it work, think about an alternative. <laughs> But that's why I always say, and I'm yeah. so happy you're saying that right yeah. now. There's no other way because how do you design the whole thing mm -hmm. without without the, the effort so and or the time and income. and income yeah you can't so even after I decided to quit my job and I had to make the decision mm -hmm. so what did you I, do before I was in a corporate environment oh. in branding marketing partnerships so advertising basically for for big organizations so I really felt like the time had come to I mean, if you think about it, I just gave away a 15-year career to do wow. something I'd yeah. never done before because it, I guess you could call it a passion project. Right. But yeah. I did want to spend more time with my kids. I am achieving that. They're at Cheeky. I get to see them. Um, but thank God, because otherwise I would not see my kids because it's just <laughs> seven days a week nonstop still. Yep. But you have to. You ha And it was. I didn't expect anything less. I, I knew that the, this is what, what, yeah. what my life was going to be like. I don't think my husband necessarily thought that this was going to be life. <laughs> so shout out to him because um, he's, 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 you know, he's burning it on the other end with the kids when I can't be there. Yeah. So, so I decided to quit my job because I just w was seeing that it wasn't moving fast enough. After six, seven months, I was only able to put so much time in. Right. And I thought this isn't this isn't moving fast enough. The minute I quit my job, everything accelerated. Mm -hmm. I was able to, you know, do three times the number of, of things. So it just moved so much faster. So I quit my job in February and we I signed a lease in June and then we soft launched in September. So it did happen quite quickly. Wow, super fast. Yeah, super, so super fast. fast. Um, how did you, did you save or how did you have yeah, savings? Right. So there, there had to be a cushion in there for not just the loss of my income, but the sustainability of the, of the, of the, in the business. Yes. So we, we kind of went all in and it got how to did a you point. Your husband? Shout out to him. He, he didn't need convincing. I think my family, especially my, my, my father said this to me, he's a business owner and they've, so is my mom. They, this has been, I think similarly, mm -hmm. this is all I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're, you know, $200 in their pocket. They start a business and then they be, they, they just work and work and work and work until success is there. And my dad said to me is, you know, I'm not going to try to convince you not to. They did in their own subtle ways in terms of asking me questions like, are you sure about this? Are you sure about that? Mm -hmm. But my father did say, I think if you don't do this, it will be your biggest regret. So there will be no regrets because even if it doesn't work, you will have tried this. Right. And, and now, you know, and, and I think, learn. and you learn regardless. Right. So it, it, it was just time. Everybody knew I'd been talking about starting something for years. And finally, everybody agreed that the need was there, that the need really was there for our family and everybody was on board and they've been awesome. So, yeah. 
That's amazing. So these were all just done on savings that you had. Yes. There's no outside investors. There's wow. no there's no loans. Yeah. We're just funding it. Mm. For now. <laughs> it takes a lot of courage. Yes. Yeah. It takes a lot of courage. Um so going back to what you were saying. Signing the release in June to opening in September is super fast for a brick and mortar. Right. Yeah. Were you just in there? Culver City? In Culver City. Mm. When it comes, yeah. yes, that's super yeah. fast. I was like, not fast enough. Of course, you <laughs> always are. Um, how was it dealing with contractors and designers and architectural plans and permits? It was horrible. Tell, tell us <laughs> horrible stories. Well, not with the I have designers. so many horror stories. <laughs> I actually worked with an agency designers that were amazing. Uh, and I couldn't have done it without them because they s- sat down with me and they really took the time to understand what we were trying to do and how modular the space needed to be because we service one-year-olds to adults, right? We're an Mm -hmm. event space, Mm -hmm. we're a learning studio. So even down to the chairs that they designed, it's a chair that is three seats in one. On one side, it's a stool for adults. On the other side, it's an elementary age size chair and on the third side, it's for babies. What? Yeah, so... And you you, you were the one that thought of all those details like you already had you had your pinterest board already we there was a pinterest board (laughs) that we put together they asked me questions like who do you um you know what what's the style what's what what is it that you're trying to to vibe and for us it was it had to be a neutral palette because our culture is so vibrant we wanted the 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 touches and the details to be the color right so when you walk in, it's very soothing. I've, I've heard soothing, but colorful and bright and warm because we wanted the space to also be a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you feel comfortable in the space you're in, you're more inclined to want to learn. And everything about what Cheeky does is designed to to, to present a positive experience with the language. Right. So uh, our the goal is to have fun because if you don't have fun and you're learning Spanish at the same time, the association. So we take, we took a lot of care in, in designing the space. So from a full teaching kitchen to a, a, a lobby area, a reading nook an outdoor patio so that we can travel around and make it as diverse as possible in terms of what we teach. But I think I diverted from your question. No, how, you, you yeah. answered it. How in three months? No, I just, I was just looking for, I was just looking for a horror story. <laughs> oh, oh, the horror story. Yeah, it's there. I just, the, 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 I am not a contractor. I don't know that language. I'm, I'm I know a lot of things. Unless I don't you know. Are a contractor. <laughs> I, I essentially became the general contractor by accident because the, the people that we hired to do it, they just got so busy that it was, it was delaying everything and, you know, time is money kind of thing. And yeah. so I just started to hire. And the funny thing is, is that my husband's in that world. He, he designed and built our house and he took oh. on a project exactly the month I signed the lease. So I was totally left on my own <laughs> to figure things out. And there were tears every day with the frustrations of like, who like, are these people? Why can't they listen to me? Or, or I don't know how to answer your question. I just <laughs> wanted to look like this. You know, yeah. I learned so much. If I had to do it again, it wouldn't be as difficult. But yeah, to, to get through that process. Yeah. Um, soon after we opened, the, the daily tears went away. <laughs> I think when, when you're going into a business, you have no idea. You know, you have to go. I don't know what's the best way to go in knowing nothing or knowing what's going to happen. Sometimes I feel it's better to not know what's going to happen because if not, a lot of people wouldn't do it because it's I hard, right. right? It's hard. Like I, with us, I think I'm learning a lot in the process, uh, but would I have known that I had to go through everything that we've gone through? I don't know if I would have signed up be like, nah, I'm cool. I'll just find another job. You know, it's, it's hard and it's, it takes a lot to, it takes a lot of guts to say, I'm going to go and like you yeah. leaving your job and, you know, shout out to your family, your husband, cause it takes a team. It takes a team. He'll appreciate this. For sure. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It not only takes a team at home, it also takes a team at work. So how mm-hmm. did you start hiring your team and what were you looking for? Because that is another skill that you as a business owner started right. learning very early on. Yes. I worked with an educational consultant who just 
was local in the area and she was the one that sort of navigated the educational side of things, like how it needed to be set up, um, who, who I needed to hire. And it was a wide, wide net at the beginning because we, we're not a school where, we, I mean, we, I call it a social club because the, the main goal is to socialize, mm-hmm. have fun, interact, do projects. It's hands-on. So it, whether you're cooking or you're creating a science project, the idea is that the teachers are narrating the process in Spanish so mm, that the child is never lost, that. right? Oh, estás construyendo un vaso y le pusiste agua, right? So we're basically Ooh. just explaining the thing that they're doing. So, you know, we have a lot of kids that don't speak Spanish, right? That's why they're there because they need the environment. They need to practice. So... Initially, but the uh, the goal always was to bring in experts, experts in music, experts in art, experts in culinary, just guests. Who speak Spanish. Who speak Spanish. And that's very, very hard. Not just who speak Spanish, who Mm -hmm. can teach in Spanish. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not the same thing. So we needed to have some, some, some generalists who could kind of do it all. But then we're constantly searching for creators who can just come in and show their craft whatever that is in Spanish because really all we're doing is giving them an experience that they enjoy yeah yeah and how do you deal with when the kids speak English to each other do teachers get involved in that in that process or do you just let them be we let them be so the most important thing that you have to do when you're teaching another language is to not put any pressure on speaking the other language because Mm. that that can discourage Mm -hmm. the other thing we don't do is correct so if you think about a child trying to understand this other language if you correct overcorrect you discourage them from trying so it really doesn't matter if you say so if a child says to me esto es blanco and it's clearly azul, I would just say, oh, tú, tú lo ves blanco? Oh, yo pensaba que eso era azul. I thought that was blue. That's so interesting. You make a note, you come back to it, and then, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll teach them what white and blue are. But in the moment, if you're just constantly correcting, it just breaks them down. So in terms of a no-pressure situation, it'll happen organically over time. So it's totally fine that they speak in, in, in English. What the teachers do is they translate in the moment. Mm-hmm. So if someone is saying, do you want to come on this boat with me? Oh, ¿quieres? ¿Estás invitando a, a, a Lucas a subirte al barco? And that just happens all day long. Gone. All day long. We're just translating. And then over time, right, once everybody's comfortable, then we encourage them. Can we try it in, in Spanish now? Got so it. and the and the teachers they don't speak English, right? They yeah. don't speak yeah. English. There's always someone that does. So oftentimes that the teachers will say, "Alguien me puede ayudar?" I I don't I don't quite know what he's saying. Can somebody help me? And then somebody knows what he's saying. And then they it's, it takes a village, right? Everybody helps each other. The ones who speak a little bit more Spanish will help the ones that don't as much, and it just becomes this thing. And oftentimes we make it uh, into a game. Oh, no me entiendes? You don't understand me? Okay, let me give you some pistas. I'll give you right, some clues. Right. Sounds like, what is it, like charades? Mm-hmm. And then it just becomes this fun game. And then we How act fun. it out. And, you know. <laughs> How oh, fun. fun. I know. So would you say that, um, what's your demographic? Are, are, they a lo- are there a lot of Hispanics that attend to your... Um... No. <laughs> there are not. And we want more. Yeah. We really want and need more. For any immersion program to work, you need to have a more balanced um, demographic. Yes. In terms of uh, skills and just bringing in their culture and, you know, talking about uh, things that go on at home. Mm-hmm. But it makes sense, right? If you're already speaking Spanish at home, you might feel like you don't need this. But the thing that I always say is don't, don't necessarily think of us as a, a language school. Think of us as an enrichment studio where they're going to be doing all the things they love to do. Right. The cooking, the science, the, the, the play, the, the everything. It just happens to be in another language. So everybody goes to summer school and sometimes their specialties. We, we kind of 
you know, we're not a science camp, but we do do science. We're not a culinary camp, but we do all of those things. So if more Latinos could just kind of think about it that way, Mm -hmm. it might be. And and we're in our first year. So I think word is still getting out. You know, I think my kids go to an immersion, to all immersion, and it's hard to convince Spanish speaking to go to a Spanish speaking school. I don't know what it is. And I just think that um, it's hard to for Spanish speaking families to attend a Spanish speaking school. Yeah. I, I think people still see it as a disadvantage for kids to speak Spanish, which is weird. And, you know, I feel like there's also, there's also a lot of shame around it. You know, uh, some, some kids that are Hispanic don't really know how to speak Spanish. So they feel, Oh, well, you're Latino. You're supposed to be speaking Spanish. Like, why aren't you? And I think like that, dis- that discourages the families yeah, to it's attend. It's almost like it's a, they don't want the English to suffer. Yeah. Right. Because English is the most important thing. Right. I, which is, which is not true. You know, my daughter, it's so much more fluent in English and she goes to a, a dual immersion and she speaks Spanish at the same time. But also I think there's that idea of the Latinos who don't speak Spanish aren't really Latinos. How do you feel about that? Well, language doesn't change your, your, your blood. Language right. doesn't t- change your lineage, right? Language is just a point of connection, mm-hmm. you know, and that's one of the benefits of learning more languages is that you, 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 you make connections in, in a way that you can't do if you're not speaking in their native language. So mm-hmm. for somebody like me, my, my father can speak to my grandkids in English, but the conversation in Spanish is going to feel so yeah. different. So it's not about you're not Latino enough. It's just about connection, in, right. in, in my point of view, is what kind of a connection do you want to have with someone who maybe only speaks Spanish? Yeah. Yeah. I also feel sometimes that it is us Latinos who are not putting that much effort into having our kids speak Spanish, feeling more shameful, mm. you know, or maybe just a chip on our shoulder. I say us because I really did not pay attention to the Spanish speaking of my kid until now. Now I'm being really rigorous and uh, our caregiver also only speaks Spanish to him. In the mornings, we make it a Spanish morning. He's going to a dual immersion program at his regular school early in the day. He's taking his Spanish music class. But I think that I started really, be, I started doing that more because I started feeling some sort of shame from other moms who are Latinas oh. and who are speaking Spanish to their kids. How dare you? Because, no, <laughs> I think it's really real. We've yeah. actually received an email from a mom that said that their, that she met a group of moms who did not allow her kid to play with their kid because the kid didn't speak Spanish. So I think it gets to a point where it just gets there's a lot of shame surrounded that mm-hmm. a lot of people, instead of embracing it, fight it back. Yeah. You know? Uh, and, and it saddens me because I always think that the kids who are learning Spanish faster are the kids who are not, don't come from a Latino background mm-hmm. because those parents don't feel that shame and all those mixed feelings. They just say, you need to learn Spanish just the way that, same way you need to learn how to swim. Right. Or right. how to play karate. Or you, you know, it's the same, it's the same connection in their mind as opposed to our connection. There's so much, so many feelings and so much shame and so many ideas and so many people. And then your your parents are shaming you, you know, and it's like, well, it's not that easy, mom. You don't understand. Uh, Even though I come from Wagga and I speak Spanish with you and I speak Spanish at work all the time. Actually, that's my first, at work, when I'm at the restaurant, our primary language all their meetings are in Spanish. At home, English just feels more natural. Right. And I have to retrain my brain. It's not that easy, even though moms who are Latinas may tell me, yes, it is. You're not trying hard enough. And it's like, bitch, you don't know my life. Right. <laughs> no, it's true. And also the other thing, speaking, going back to the connection mm-hmm. point, your kids are speaking in English. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you get to a point where as a parent, you just want to have a conversation with your child. Yes. And if they're still learning, yeah. right, if they're not fully bilingual yet, you just want to have a conversation with your child. So if they're speaking in English, yeah. 
even as an adult, you know, like we have conversations amongst us in English and it's hard to turn on your brain when you get in the car with the kids to, oh, now it's Spanish time. It just takes a lot. It takes a lot. And like you're saying, sometimes you just want to have a conversation with them. And sometimes I just need to explain something to them. And I'm like, okay, I don't remember myself how to say it. <laughs> it's easier just to tell them in Spanish, you know, I, I mean, in English. In English. It's true. We all have been there. And I will say that on a daily basis, I, I, I have these conversations with these parents that come in and they have whatever age they're at, three, four, five, six, seven, whatever it is. And they're just kind of like, oops, I am fully bilingual. I speak Spanish. I'm from wherever. And my child doesn't speak Spanish, yeah. but I want them to. Yeah. So yeah. it's never too late. They're, yeah. they're, they're tenacious and they have the capability you just have to get through that hurdle of frustration because there's frustration when you're learning something for the first time. So in that department, we need your help. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us five things that you can do at home to practice bilingualism. Okay. So one thing that's super easy, if you, if you do allow screen time, is to switch your uh, language at home. Settings. Settings to Spanish. And... Watch that show with them in in real time in Spanish. Mm -hmm. So if you're seeing something that's going on, you're 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 in it with them, and you're actually talking about what's going on so that they can converse with you, right? Because the show's in Spanish. Um, another thing that we um, should we converse in Spanish with them while watching the show? Yes. Okay, got it. Yeah. And one thing that I always do is I I always pretend I forget the word in Spanish. You know what I mean? Oh, so like to one. ask them for help and it works. It really does because I, I'm struggling. Can you help me? And then they usually, they usually come to the rescue. Um, we use a couple of different uh, apps, not apps, Ooh. but they're sort of like um, technology. They're, technology. It's no, it's more of like a subscription base. There's something called Roca Lingua mm. that basically if there's a theme and we use it a lot at the studio, if there's a theme that you want to kind of put out there, there's usually a song an activity sheet and everything, a cartoon that puts context to a situation. So, you know, even something like... <laughs> In the studio, we only speak Spanish or mostly speak Spanish, but sometimes there's something that you just need a visual for, like wind. Like, how do you describe? I can't, I can't visualize wind. Um, so sometimes showing a visual helps. There's another, uh, there's another subscription based. Uh, it's called the Cultured Kid, mm. and they provide a really simple way of introducing again a concept so if you're trying to teach what walking and running is they'll just put a context to they'll show a, a ton of different kids in a ton of different environments walking and then running and then they flip back and then they sort of ask you mm. now it's your turn which so it's one very is running, which one is walking yes it's very simple it's very slow it's something that you can practice and just sort of it's what five to eight minutes mm -hmm. And again, it's just a, a very simple way to, to introduce themes and concepts. Right. And uh, we have words of the day. Oh, yeah. That's a we good one. We create it. So I, at the end of the day, we ask our kids, like, what happened? By the way, tip, if you ever want to try and figure out um, what happened at school, and then you know how sometimes they just say nothing? Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Every day. Ask mm -hmm. them, ask them who cried. Oh. <laughs> who cried oh. at school today? And then there's always usually, somebody always usually cries, especially at certain ages. Yeah. They age out of the crying, but... Hey, I still cry every day. <laughs> and then that just starts a conversation. Yeah. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. Mm, I like the tip. In Spanish, ¿Quién lloró hoy? ¿Quién lloró lloró? ¿Quién lloró? And then there's usually at least one, sometimes more, and then it just starts this whole thing about what happened at school. Yeah. Ooh, That's like a good that. one. That's a really, It really works good almost one. every time. And so word of the day, you just like create one and at the, at the beginning of the day, you sort of announce it and they can create the word of the day. At the end of the day, you can say, hey, how many times did your word of the day come out? Oh, not a single time. Let's do it right now. How many times can we say whatever the word of the day is? And it, you just create games out of it. That's so funny. Did you have any, that's just not in the same story, but did you have any educational background? Because you're like a natural teacher i'm gonna say because i would not even think about that way with my kids so what's the word of the day children I'm like hurry up let's go <laughs> i do not have an educational background but i've always connected 
I, I relate everything to connection. If you yeah, can make really. the connection and you enjoy the process, that's what makes you a good teacher, right? Yeah, you don't natural. necessarily need to have the, the schooling. No, you know, good. I mean, schooling's good, but. No, but I mean, you, there's people that are just natural, naturally Care patient. Givers natural caregivers natural you do have a very zen yeah like thank you zen yeah, yeah you. that okay. that like i you I'll know take it the vibe yeah the very calm vibe and that's what kids are attracted to a lot yes well let's take a break and come back with our fire questions fire. which is, are, it's like my Gosh. new it, well, it's my new favorite segment of the show we just <laughs> launched it and i freaking love it so get ready Uh-oh. okay <laughs> Hey sisters, thank you so much for listening. Hope all of you guys are subscribed to our newsletter. If you're not, make sure you hit that subscribe button on superromance.com. We will be sending out invites to upcoming events, promos, and super cool surprises your way. And of course, you can always keep up with us through the gram at underscore supermamas and on Twitter also at underscore supermamas and in the face at supermamas podcast. Oh, one more thing. We want to hear your Supermama moment of the week to share with all of you sisters. Call into our hotline, 424-329-3707, and leave us a message, or simply email us a voice note to hello at supermamas.com. Very soon, we could be featuring you on the show. Please remember to leave your name and Instagram handle for a chance to be featured. Okay, now back to the show. All right, let's get to these fire questions. You guys ready for the fire questions? Okay. Really fast. You ready? Okay. (laughs) Let's go. Don't be nervous. Ariel or Jasmine? Jasmine. Ooh, texting or phone call? Oh, texting. Dinner and a movie or Netflix and chill? Oh, Netflix and chill these days. (laughs) Online shopping or in-person shopping? Online. Who has the time? <laughs> Early riser or night owl? Both these days. Beyonce or Selena? Selena. I'm ask you a better one. Beyonce or JLo? Oh, trick. Boom. Oh, Boom. Got me. Am I out? <laughs> I can't. You have to. It's the rule of the super Beyonce. Beyonce. The rule. Beyonce. All right, all right. That's mine too. Okay. Uh, tampons or pads? Tampons. Coffee or tequila? Mm, it depends on the time of day. <laughs> well, I drink coffee every day, so I think I have to go with coffee. Okay. Okay. Taco Tuesday or happy hour margaritas? Happy hour margaritas. Okay. Sex or massage? Massage. All right. <laughs> I have another one. Are you ready for this one? Massage or masturbation? Massage. Oh. <laughs> I just Dumped. like that's where I am right now. Like my body. Just rub me. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Sorry for the personal questions. <laughs> we will out there now. We will edit any that you don't want us to do. Uh, can, where, where can moms uh, get in contact with you? Where can they come visit you? Where can they hire you? Where can they where, where, is where, where is Chiqui Social? Yes. Tell us everything. So everything is Chiqui Social. So www.chiquisocial.com. Instagram, Facebook is all Chiqui Social. And we are in Culver City on the east side, so kind of closer to La Cienega on Washington in the Arts mm. District. So we're sort of smack in the middle. In the Culver City Arts District. Culver City Arts District, <laughs> not downtown LA, but Culver City Arts District. And yes, you can reach out by email or the gram, whatever is easier for anyone. We're always looking to bring more parents who are interested in this kind of thing into our community we're looking for teachers people who who are passionate about what we're trying to do we're we are only limited by how many people can come on board and sort yeah. of spread the love of uh, what we're trying to do amazing so, so great to have you here Thank hope, you, so hope you come back we didn't scare you too I would, much oh no <laughs> i'd love to <laughs> bye <laughs>